Hey, he's Jake, and I'm Matt. And welcome to Pat's Chat, the UK's best New England Patriots podcast. guys, how's it going? And welcome to another edition of Pat's Chat with myself, Matt. And I am joined by Jake this time. How's it going, Jake? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Even better that we are 1-0. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't really complain with being 1-0. And it was almost as I predicted, thankfully enough. Um, yeah. All, all fingers and toes crossed and such like. But yeah, so... Um, happy enough for that. And how was your weekend in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been up to much at all, if I'm honest. Um, which which is good. Sometimes you just need some time to just relax, really. So yeah. go usually. So yeah, nice to put the feet up for a little bit. How about you? What were you up to? Um, I was at my niece's birthday party yesterday for a little bit, and then went to uh, socially distanced pub invite with my dad and my brother watched a bit of the the round ball um none of my teams were involved sadly since they've got a weekend off um that we were watching but yeah it was nice to spend some time with my dad and my brother get a couple of pints with them and then today has just been sort of playing around with my daughter playing with play-doh and going to the park and on the shoot and swings and such like so then settled down to watch the nfl um nfl scotland who I mentioned uh, during the week this, and what I've mentioned on Twitter as well is who I'm doing some writing with um, yeah. these days. Yeah, the NFL Scotland guys, because they couldn't do a live event in a pub, which they've done the past couple of seasons, uh, they've done an opening day one and another couple during the season. Last one, the manager was Championship Sunday. I think it was. Um, they posted a Zoom call type thing, webinar, and... Yeah, they'd gone to the effort and trouble of making up pre-recorded footage of some things, of them um, doing things with the Edinburgh Wolves, trying some punting, catching, uh, field goal kicking. Um, what else were they up to? The, there was like uh, raffles they, they drew as well. And um, there was a little section. I was a, it was part of a pack. You bought, it was like six beers. You got a, a, a glass that was sort of that, I don't know what you call it, embossed or whatever it is, with the NFL yeah. Scotland logo on it. And you got, a, I think it was a Chipotle, a Chipotle hot sauce from the Bonnie Sauce Company. So the Bonnie Sauce guys, they showed you a little meatball marinara, but with a spicy edge because of the hot sauce. Um, something yeah. that you can have um, geared towards, you know, a lot of people around the country like doing NFL dinners, um, during the season so yeah it was one of their recipes so all in all it was a good event for almost a couple of hours um, leading up to kick off and then kick off happened and we played the Miami Dolphins and went on to win so I think we should get into it possibly um, I'll let you start where do you, where do you want to start um, 
Well, I mean, first off, let's, let's, let's make it abundantly clear. Cam Newton is undefeated as the Patriots quarterback. <laughs> That's as good a place as any to start. Let's go with that one. Undefeated, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's like watching the Cam of old. I've not really, I didn't really see anything in there that made me um, doubt. You, you know what? What is essentially was neither the last free agent quarterback to to join a team um, now starting. I mean, it was phenomenal play. Really, it, it generally looked like he'd been with the team a lot longer than than he has. Um, I would say the only thing I noticed, at least, I think it kind of petered out towards the end. I didn't notice it as much, but my first note was that the the handoffs probably need some work. Uh, I'm not sure if it was intentional half the time. I think sometimes it was, but it just felt like he was kind of still holding on to the ball while the running back was holding on to the ball and mm-hmm. there'd be this awkward half second of them both running with the ball. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cam, Cam was phenomenal. Phenomenal, really. Yeah, I noticed that was, I think it was one of Burkhead's ones, wasn't it? Um, yeah. They were kind of both running together, but I think that was actually designed really the way I, th- I thought it was quite clever the way they did it because they really did wait until the very yeah. last nanosecond, nanosecond before they um, decided what they were doing and calm released and let uh, Rex go with the ball. And but in general, the a lot of um, RPOs and play action a lot lot more than what we're used to seeing under the old regime, well, the old regime, 1.0, if you want to call it, since we've still got the coaching staff um, in place. So this is maybe 1.1 or 1.2, whatever you want to go with. Um, But yeah, a lot more dynamism. There we go. Yeah, Yeah, a lot more dynamic plays and um, looks and things that just wasn't there before. We were so used to seeing um, a tree standing in, in a pocket and taking what comes to him and yeah I think that's going to be the aim of the game um, or at least the, the MO of, of this new offence is going to be versatility because as you said there's so much more in there I think us as Patriots fans are very used to a particular style of stand in the pocket throw the ball stand in the pocket throw the ball um, stand in the pocket handoff uh, stand in the pocket gangly run at miles per hour I think this this is quite strange to to watch and it's kind of like that's that's the quarterback oh that's what they could do is it's kind of us joining and this isn't to say Cam is is at least shown us yet but it's kind of us joining the 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 Kansas City's the Baltimore Ravens um of the world in terms of just having this versatility at quarterback and having that dual threat because, I mean, we were lining up in eye formation, so much shotgun, power, uh, as you said, RPOs. There was a lot going on that mm. usually we don't see. Um, it's just a lot more check downs from Brady and sort of um, pass option, etc. So, yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I was very impressed with just how good, you know, offensively I, I think we looked excluding receiver. Hmm. It's um I'm just have actually just shown the the highlights yeah. on Red Zone as as we're as you're talking there and that um second touchdown at the pylon cam I I did yeah. I must admit it wasn't a touchdown I, I don't think 
Um, I will hold my hands up and say that, you know, in an instance like that, it probably should have been brought back. And um, yeah. But it'll go down as well, the usual cheat traits, however you want to say it is. But, you know, in terms of the breaks in life, that's what happened. So, I mean, exactly. you, you just get on with it. And, yeah, he was awesome. 15 for 19 and uh, 155 yards and yeah. a couple of touchdowns. Um can't ask much more than that for a debut, I guess, for, especially from your quarterback. We'll see what uh, the young shots um, get up to next with Joe Burrows kind of just kicked off as we we're recording as well. And um, he's, he's not a veteran like Cam is, but you know, Cam's he, if he if he's like that all year, I'm happy. For sure, um, for sure. I think the play calling will really, really be important this year. Um, I mean, as it is every year, don't get me wrong. I just think it will have more importance because, you know, if we're going to be versatile, it's it's going to be that adaptability, you know, going through games. You know, the Seahawks are a very different animal to the Dolphins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm excited. I'm, I wasn't expecting to feel like this at the end of this game, regardless of how we won or if we won. You know, I'm, I'm quite optimistic now. Um, not say I think we're going to the Super Bowl. I just think it's not going to be as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I, I'm just glad as well. I've had a bit of banter. You might have um, saw on our, our Twitter feed. I've had a bit of banter yeah. with some Dolphins fans today. Yep. I'm sure that thread will go suddenly silent uh, as of now. Yeah, uh, there's there's not going to be no retorts anymore. So I'm glad that but the monkey's off the back. We've got a win, and and we can move on to next week. As you say, it'll be a completely different prospect with uh, Seattle, and especially the way I've not seen any of it yet. But from the the box score, at least, it seems like they had an impressive performance this evening as well. So I'll be interested to see the highlights back of that one um, as I look to to write my preview article for next week as well. So. Yeah, but you mentioned um, the wide receivers a minute or two ago. Um, what was your overall impression of them? Or I think, in of them? I mean, I think we're way too dependent on Edelman. Um, Edelman is, you know, the safety net, and I, I definitely, I think there's there's a difference between him being on the field and not being on the field, just in terms of who Cam is looking for or who Cam trusts, which is inevitable. This is the first game. Um, but there is a, a distinct difference between us lining up with Edelman and us lining up without him. So my only issue or worry would just be that if Edelman gets injured, what then happens in terms of our... Um, receiving core. Um, Harry looked pretty decent, apart from his uh, fumble um, through the end zone. Uh, I was actually quite surprised to have seen so much of him so quickly, but he must have clearly been developing his relationship with Cam, um, you know, during those training camps um, with the guys. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any stars in there outside of Edelman. Um, you know, it's much of a muchness. We'll see if there's, you know, anyone kind of rises to the top in, in during this. But I think for now, Edelman's the guy. Yeah, I'm just um, looking through again there and 
Um, Edelman manages 57 yards from five receptions. Harry also has five receptions, but for 39 yards. Um, yeah. There was the obvious full pass from him during the game as well. Um, <laughs> what I, I will mean, say... Oh, I was going to say, it's got to be said that Harry had, I think it was 12 receptions all of last year. So he's actually nearly done his entire year's yeah. production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what I, was, what I was going to say is, you know, I, I want to make it clear that I think you feel the same way, is that we're not downtrodden on Harry yet. I think a lot of the Patriots no. fan base, for whatever reason, whether it's because he was the first round pick or whatever, you know, he, he didn't have maybe have the best season last year, but he was on IR for eight weeks yeah. um, before he could come back. And so he didn't have really that much time realistically to, to gel with what was there. So inevitably um, he wasn't really gaining um, Brady's trust. And so he fell back on the likes of, Philip Dorsett, etc., and, and Edelman as well, that he'd been working with for the past eight, nine weeks through the season. And um, even Jacoby Myers, I think, was getting more looks than what Harry was yeah. after he came back. So, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not downtrodden on him. I don't think you are. I think we're, he basically yeah. just needs one one good week. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. And- that was my worry with the fumble. My worry was just that this is going to knock his confidence, you know, mm-hmm. back to almost back to square zero, if not in negative figures. But you know, we'll, we'll sort of see what what happens. Luckily, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. We didn't lose the game. I think if we've gone on to lose the game, then the fan base is going to be on on his back, and you know, questions are going to be asked. But you know, considering that, as you said, didn't really get a look in last year, he's shown up this year. I mean, he we really should be sort of, you know, maybe halfway through the season, be talking about him in a completely different light where we're sort of saying, yeah, he's the he's the new guy, et cetera, et cetera. You know, maybe he's a bit of a deep threat or, or something. But, you know, we'll see. I think he's a project with a lot of upside. Yeah, I think that's a good word to use, uh, Jake, as, as project because he's, mm. he's, he's just in his second year. We can only expect so much, I guess. I don't know. Some people maybe, again, it comes back to that first-round tag that he's got on him when he was drafted. I guess there's a lot more expectation put on players and of that, that they're meant to be of a certain eliteness in comparison to someone you pick up in the fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh round, I guess. But I really do think he just needs one week, 100 yards, two touchdowns, boom. He's, you know... Sky's the limit from there on in. So, yeah. um, fingers crossed for him, and it, it comes to fruition that you know, even if it if it's half that, he gets fifty yards and two touchdowns or something. Um, especially next week up against a team like the Seahawks, then yes. you know it's better than that than doing it against the Jets or the Washington Football Team or whoever it might be that aren't seen as such a good. Um, team to come up against but you know we have one of the hardest schedules in the, the league so he will just I'll just have to come against one of the big dogs I guess adapt adapt survive thrive. yeah but what I was really impressed with and I think it's we will be going forward as well was the run game um, oh yeah Taylor yeah. was a yeah you you, you, um, you, you liked him 
um, today, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, I think Damien Harris is probably sat at home on uh, on injured reserve, pretty annoyed that he didn't get to play today because I think Taylor has, has put his, um, you know, he's, he's definitely put his name out there. The big, powerful runs that he was doing were sort of like, whoa, <laughs> where did this come from? Mm. It felt like... Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a bit of a throwback. It was a bit of a throwback, I think. Um, you know, we were going for Super Bowl 53 in that season. Um, you know, it was a lot of run game, run game, run game, run game, run game. And that was the vibe I was getting, at least initially. And, you know, as we said, it's, it's more versatile. But I think we are going to be leaning so much on, on running that us having depth at... at uh, you know, and, and having these different types of bats is going to be so beneficial in the long run. Mm-hmm. And the um, with Taylor, you know, he, he was mentioned as a, a throwback to Dion Lewis. Um, so it was getting more blunt vibes out of him. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there, there is that as well. <laughs> um, there's, yeah, but I think if he if he comes out to be a mix of the both, which. Um, would be ideal, then you know, happy days because it, I mean, he, he averaged seven yards per run, um, for, for the, the looks that he got, and even managed a, a catch for four yards isn't great for a catch, mind you. But you know, he's you can see he can be used and uh, yeah. possibly utilized in both areas. Um, he was, he was quite intelligent running in between some of the, you know, some of the holes and the gaps that were there weren't huge. And I kind mm. of thought, well, you know, um, and we'll get to him in a second, but sort of Sony Michelle last year would have seen those exact holes and not got through them. So I was very impressed that, you know, he, he, he was just popping through easily, easily like a sledgehammer, frankly. <laughs> yeah, that was... Um... It was something I noticed today, and he still managed 37 yards off of 10 carries, but it was still like Sony's running the brick walls around the back of his own players and just not yeah. finding um, those gaps the same as what you've just mentioned that Taylor was finding. So you might, we might suddenly see that Taylor's climb slowly climbs that or sneakily climbs that depth chart yeah. um, quicker than what we expected. And as you say, Damien Harris sitting at home um, out for a few weeks, he he might end up. He doesn't even get a look in again. You never know. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting um, thing to keep an eye on over the next few weeks. So uh, definitely, especially uh, I, I when uh, I wouldn't write off Sony yet either because I nope. think he looked better than he did last year. That's not to say he's you know in his in his rookie year level as of yet, but. I mean, it, it just looked so much better than he did where I was kind of almost rolling my eyes last year every time I saw him, you know. Yeah. Um, here we go. Let's see. what. Oh, look, there he is in the back of, you know, his O-line. Great. Um, no, I, I think th- there's definitely reason to be optimistic. It's cautious optimism at this point. But, I, you know, as I said, I think our run game is going to be so vital with the RPOs and, and you know, just faking so many runs with, with Cam. Um, I, yeah. I just think we, we, we've got to give these guys some time um, mm-hmm. and sort of see what happens. Sony needs to just rediscover that form. Yeah. And he who shall not be named just scored his 
first touchdown in his his new team. <laughs> the, uh, it was quite funny that Romo mentioned it in commentary. He was like, "Oh, that's a Brady." Oh, oh, by the way, that's that's not official. That's just me like making that up. By the way, yeah. <laughs> I was like, All right, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not sure why you had to go and uh, you know spell that out. It was. Yeah. But we all got the quarterback sneak reference. Exactly. We knew what was coming. I mean, I think we're going to have to live with it for quite some time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at least for another season or two whilst he still plays. And then after that, you know, he can be the retired New England Patriot after that, I guess. Exactly. Um, because who remembers Brett Favre playing anywhere but the, the Packers, really? No, and that one Vikings game. Yeah, it's a, it's a similar situation, um, it seems. And, but yeah, moving on from that, um, let's flip it. Let's look at the opposite side of all. Um, solid, absolutely solid. I was well impressed with them today. Um, there was times that the, the run game for Miami, I was getting flashbacks of terror from last season that... Yeah. Um, Gaskin might go and go for yards and yards and yards, but I think they managed to um, eventually limit him to, I think it was roughly like 70 scrimmage yards or something. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was 66 um, scrimmage yards in total. So uh, 40 of them being rushing yards. So yeah, I was, but there was it, there was one stage I thought, oh no, is he going to, they start running the ball and this is going to be um, Frank Gore or, Derek Henry all over again from last season, but no, they managed to stuff it. So, thankfully. yeah, I think they did a good job. I think um, Winovich, I think is, I think I alluded to it last time. Um, it's kind of a, a big year for him, sort of stepping sort of like Dante Hightower role a little bit in terms of leadership um, and responsibility as well. And you know, I think they did a, a great job. You know, it helps when your secondary is. World class, um, and and as dominant dominant as it as it was, so yeah. I mean, I mean, defensively, there's definitely room for improvement. I was just starting to get a bit worried every time I saw Fitzpatrick start running with the ball. It's kind of like you're <laughs> making him look like a young Cam Newton. Or, oh, that was you know, funny. Like three, but yeah, yeah. He actually ends up third, third best rusher ahead of Jordan Howard. <laughs> he he managed to get 18 yards from uh, five rushes um, when uh, Jordan Howard actually only managed seven from eight. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I've remembered to not put Howard in most of my fantasy football teams because um, I was so I was thinking he might have a and he probably maybe still have a big year but yeah I took him out for when he's up against the boogeyman or yeah. what used to be the boogeyman. Boogeyman. So, Maybe. Yeah, there's only about one of them left, really, is there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll just be it'll just be Winovich all on his own. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think um, I think the secondary really reduced the Dolphins down in terms of what they could and, and couldn't do. I mean, obviously, if you remove um, the passing game and you're relying so much on on running it. It definitely makes everyone's lives a, a wee bit easier. Um, 
but I think the guys, I mean, how many interceptions have been ended up having by the end of it? Was, was, a fair, was it three, four? I can't remember. Three. Um, so, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of what we'll be doing is, is leaning on that secondary, I suspect. I mean, um, Jackson, I thought, um, was really, really good. Obviously, killing the game off at the end. Gilly carrying on where he left off. I mean, yeah, defensive player of the year. So um, yeah, it fairly showed um, today. Rising to the occasion. Rising yeah, to definitely. I mean, the, the Romo mentioned it in commentary as well that it wasn't just the stats of um, his tackles and assists and his interception. He was actually stepping in front of runs. Yeah, he was stepping in front of runs and just beating the player to the man. So then it meant that Fitzpatrick couldn't actually throw to him. So it's not just his actual, you know, black and white stats at the end of the day. It's actually what more than that that actually ends up making you um, a defensive player of the year candidate or in his case, the actual winner last season. So I, I was impressed with him as he seems to started where he left off last year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm still... I think, well, as most people would if they have eyeballs, um, definitely feel <laughs> the defence is, is stronger than our offence. Uh-huh. Uh, but it just seems the defence are carrying on from, from where we left off last year. Um, and we'll kind of lean on that somewhat, I suspect, come, you know, playing the Seahawks. We are going to really need that secondary to show up again. We're talking about, you know, your DK Metcalfs. Um, Josh Gordon's, um, you know, they, they've got some real deep threats. So, you know, hopefully Gilly is going to be stepping in front of some of those Russell Wilson balls and, yeah, cutting them off. Yeah, it definitely showed why we've got some of the best backs, if not the best backs in, in the game just now, especially as a collective. As when you've got Jackson and um, Gilly coming away with interceptions and uh, just their general overall play. Yeah, I mean, you you rarely saw them throwing it. They weren't, they weren't sort of. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't threatening um, balls every every few minutes as, as I kind of thought there would be coming into the game. So I, I was quite impressed that we shut that down. Um, and as you said, it, it was a slight worry in terms of the running backs. But again, I think the uh, the interior really held up quite well. Definitely, and. Um... Somebody that we were hoping for would actually have a, a a good year, and if it continues, then he will have a good year. Was um, Adrian Phillips? He he had yeah. a, a good game, and probably was uh, part. Maybe you want you would pick out Cam as a potential man of the match or player of the match um, type person. But on defence, for as much as uh, Stefan Gilmore done today, silently going about his business, then. You know the stats definitely lie in the, in the favour of Adrian Phillips. That's for sure. He had a, he had a big game today. I thought. Yeah, and uh, the other person that impressed me was Derek Rivers. Um, mm. I thought, who is that speedy man on the? Uh, uh, yeah, I was I was really impressed with with, with Rivers, um, considering that he's he's come back from injury and doubts and everything else. Yeah, I mean that speed was pretty impressive. Yeah, he he was on the bubble of getting into the squad. Well, I thought he maybe personally, I thought he was on the bubble of actually making the the fifty three. But 
he's he had a good camp and he's came through it and yeah, again, long may that continue. But that's how the season goes for him. Then again, we're going to have a a top top five, top three defense all over again. And um, yeah, very impressed with them today. Although we, um, I mean, giving up eleven points isn't exactly a lot to to give up really in the yardage. As I say about the the running game, I thought it might start to run away from us a little bit, but no, they put a cap on that, managed to. To stop that actually going anywhere, and um, Parker was pretty much non-existent. Didn't really have yeah. much to deal with with him. He was kept in his place a lot, and um, yeah. So overall, I'm I'm impressed with uh, with today, which uh, yeah, I assume I you are too. Yeah, definitely. I think the offensive line looked really good as well. Um, I'll, Give the uh, the guys in the trenches their shout out. I, I think they protected Cam pretty well. I mean, I know he took a couple of sacks, but you know, arguably his best defensive line in quite some time. Um, you know, he, he didn't really, yeah, he didn't really have too much to worry about in terms of you know people coming into uh, off the edge or interior necessarily. So. You know, there's a couple of occasions, but uh, yeah, I, I think all in all, really good. The only thing I, I would probably give a, a slight um, negative to was the uh, kicking. I miss Gostowski. I miss mm. um, Nick Folk did that that kick, and I was just like, oh man, like <laughs> you saw Billa check just. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I'm not sure if he'll keep a job past tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, the yeah. I mean, they only called them up from the practice squad Friday. Yesterday was that. I mean, I know it's something like that. Not the same as um, he's been there um, all through camp and such like as it was. Well, as it was, you know, he he kind of took the job off the rookie. But yeah, we all know that Bill suffers no fools. If uh, Jonas Gray is anything to go by, so um, reliability at the kicking position is just you know, yeah. But, I mean, it can't come down to win your game, losing your game. So for sure, we'll wait and see what news comes out of Monday. I guess Nick Fogg has been raised by the fact that I think I'll probably keep on the tape on the practice squad. And yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell to be honest. I'm not convinced that there's a lot of other options out there. Otherwise, we wouldn't have brought him back in. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what else did I have on my notes? Um, what I thought was quite interesting was I know last year uh, watching us in short yardage was nothing short of painful um, mm-hmm. because it's usually a really bad run. Um, you know, Sony, sorry that I keep picking on you um, in particular but <laughs> you're just the one that I remember the most um, you know it's it it kind of a bit of a weak run or it'd be a check down or you were kind of expecting Brady to somehow road run his way through um, everything and that was never going to happen um, I, I just kind of sitting there thinking like wow this is a, such a, a revitalised offence in, in that respect just because Cam in short yardage is a threat of himself, and you know, the, uh, in, I'm not sure at any point really we had 
too many issues in short yardage. Um, so there's just so many variety, so much variety for, for what we could do, so much uh, versatility that we did use. I think it was quite confusing for the Dolphins. We'll see how that kind of um, evolves and, and progresses through the season because I, I think the Dolphins did not have a lot of game film to run off of. So a, a lot of what we've seen today, you know, will it translate into a game against the Seahawks or later down the road when we play, I don't know, Kansas? It, it's going to be hard to tell, but, you know, mm. I, I trust, I trust uh, the process and, and, and Belichick and, and Josh Daniels. So, McDaniels. So, yeah, we'll see. But as I said, it's, it's just such a difference having that not worrying so much about short yardage. Um, mm. Yeah, especially with... Worry about. Especially the way that Cam was, that he could just take the ball and, you know, his first touchdown really was the epitome of that. He was able to just jog it in unscathed, do it, not having to sneak and run through four or five brick walls to get across the finish line sort of thing. Um, yeah, you're right enough. With it. it was like... It was like watching a team of... Um, you know, a soccer team get to the eighteen-yard box and get no further. Just pass it side to side, back and forth, whatever. No, no crosses into the box, no nothing. Um, but this was, you know, we can take shots from long range. We can, we'll, we'll get crosses into the box, so to speak, and and um, actually cause a threat on the goal line rather than just, you know, let three and out, and then get the kicking team in. To, to get three points and that, that's not going to win you games at the end of the day, unfortunately. So yeah. it was, it's a, it's a good point, Jake. Um, that, yeah, that's something definitely to, to keep a look on, look out for as the, the season progresses as well. And one thing, not Patriots related as such, but one thing I noticed about the Dolphins was that, as you say, Fitzpatrick was getting the chance to run now and again. I think that came down to their offensive line. I think they've picked up a couple of rookies with these draft picks that they've accumulated over the past couple of seasons. And for them, they, they'll probably end up roughly where I thought that, you know, you're looking at a 6-10, um, 7-9 type season for them. And anything more would be a bonus and anything less it might be a... a well, of course, pretty much would be a, a step back and a question mark on what their, Brian Flores and his team is trying to do. But their um, their picks, their their pickups this off season have definitely will help them because that was always a a trait under Adam Gase that has been lacking. That you know, Tannehill isn't a bad quarterback. He's shown that he isn't a bad quarterback when he moved teams and actually had. Um, pieces in front of him to protect him a little bit and yeah Fitzpatrick will pick up some wins for the Dolphins I think in the meantime until two is at a point that they feel he's ready to, to go in and um, jump into the fire but there was no chance that he was jumping into the, the fire this week no, um, Fitzpatrick no. was being named starter um, all day and all night I feel definitely so as um, just for just a, a little note on the side of non-Patriots related, but related to the game that I, I thought that one of their plus points today was the, the role line, definitely. Anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite excited. I mean, I if we're going in this direction and, you know, carrying 
carrying on campaigns like this, I would be more than happy to to keep him on the team, I think, and, and start to build an offense that is, you know, built for him. I mean, I, I do think if we had some some decent receivers in there, uh, someone semi-decent at tight end, I, I think we would do some real damage in terms of, you know, what we've been doing today with that, with that running game and, and everything else. Uh, I think... Not to say the Super Bowl is back on by any means, but I, th- I think we would be a pretty a pretty decent team, um, all things considered. So, fingers crossed, some of those receivers are you know um, sort of develop as as we move through the the season, sort of gel with with Cam and, and what what the offense is doing, and, and just build some trust. Because I, I, as I said, I'm I'm worried that if everything is kind of if Edelman is the linchpin, um, you know. And he gets injured. Where does that kind of put us? You know, you, mm. you'd rather have your your fate in your own hands and kind of go look next man up and it's fine. Then you know, oh man, we've lost Edelman. What do we do? Blah blah blah. So, I mean, I, I'll probably be quite harsh on on receivers, being that I formerly played as one. Um, <laughs> so it's something that <laughs> is near and, and dear to to my heart. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, cautious optimism. I think is probably the the uh, the, the word I would use to describe it at the moment. Mm. I think we'll see difference again, and hopefully he's he's back fit for next week. Is uh, Gunnar Olszewski? I thought, um, yeah. By all accounts, he had a good camp. He was, uh, you know, everyone was singing his praises. So uh, I think he'll bring something different with his speed and. Um, his um, his play in general, he's maybe more akin to that Danny Amendola type, you know, the short, the shorter, stumpier receiver. Without being too derogatory <laughs> towards him, but you know what I mean. You know, not yeah. all receivers are six foot five um, behemoths that can jump and catch balls that are put up eight foot above their head, sort of thing. You you still need that slot receiver that can be that little guy that'll use his pace or get in between the tackles and, and things that can um, gain yardage where, across the field, whatever you can try and, you know, get some small gains effectively is what I'm trying to say. So I think you'll see something different if he comes back next week. And um, I was really shocked that um, Demir Bird didn't get much of a look in today because yeah, he he's obviously played with Cam before. I was expecting a lot and maybe it's something that they're keeping in their back pocket for a game like the Seahawks or the Chiefs that they've got these plays worked out that they are keeping for. I forgot he was around. Him and Demir sort of thing. But, um, oh, sorry, what was that? Oh, no, I was just saying, I forgot he was around until we caught, um, he, he caught a, a, a kick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that, I, that's one of the reasons I thought he actually made the, the team was because uh, um, basically I, I watched, uh, I was when I heard picked him up, I was YouTubing him and uh, he actually returned one for about 99 yards or so, I think it was against the Broncos uh, two or three seasons ago. I thought, ah, hold on a second, you know, he's got pace, he can run. We need yeah. someone that's not Edelman taking kick and punt and turns. Um, Sanu was of much use, of no use last year, but obviously had an injury and then he was let go from the team. So, he couldn't do that role. So I, I thought that was one of the reasons that Demir Bird was taken on to the 53 was for the special teams. But even then, he didn't get much of a look in today. It's 
that I've not seen a lot of the other footage across the game so far, but I did hear for whatever reason that they were expecting a lot more um, touchbacks this year for some, I don't know if it's was something to do with COVID or I can't remember what I caught um, listening to a podcast of some sort or whatever right. it was, or the NFL network, they thought for some reason they're, they're expecting a lot more touchbacks and certainly our game that was quite evident that nobody wanted to, to go near the ball really, did they? No. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose we'll have to watch this space and see how that develops. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to see um, Bird doing more sort of uh, more stuff. Just with that chemistry that he obviously has and would have probably been quite a big factor in making the, the, the team or at least us picking him up. So yeah, be interesting. Yeah, definitely. And I'm as a um a sort of side note as well, I'm quite chuffed. I was so I was like this close to actually predicting the score. I predicted a twenty one thirteen and it was twenty one eleven. So I'm I'm pleased with that. Yeah, um, yeah. That's not bad. It's a it's a B minus. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely. still improve and get the exact result. But um yeah, I think that pretty much wraps us up for our Week one review of the Dolphins. Uh, we come away with a 21-11 win. Happy days. Um, we've picked out a lot of positives, some negatives, but, you know, again, maybe a B minus. We can give them that greater room for improvement um, as time goes on and bring on the Seahawks next week. And we, we can get into that later in the week. I've hopefully got a special guest lined up that's a Seahawks fan that can come on and give their perspective of what they're expecting from their team from next Sunday night. So this uh, this schedule of recording, we'll try and keep up as the season progresses, get recording as, as quick as we can after after games. And obviously we'll have a, our previews during the week and maybe the special guest will be thrown in as a, a special third episode of the week sort of thing, and um, depending on time and, and things but yeah going forward I think uh, we'll get our reactions as quick as possible out to you but the, my point I'm getting to slowly but surely is that next week's game is obviously a late game for us in the UK so it'll probably be um, Tuesday before we we get a reaction out to you so because we'll both have work to suffer through after a, a long night on Sunday night, uh, we'll both have work to suffer through, so it'll be a bit later on, probably. Monday night we can get recorded next week and then get it out to you as quick as from there. But um, watch the space, watch the socials. Um, socials for ourselves, as always, is at Matt Inkster for myself. Um, Jake, you are at Jake Paul Design, aren't you? Yep, that's me. Yeah, Jake Paul Design for... Uh, um, for Jake and at Pat's Chat UK for the actual Twitter feed for the, the podcast itself. Um, rate, review and subscribe as always. Tell your friends, word of mouth is as good as any, but um, if you do listen to us, tweet it out, um, retweet any of our links, like and share and things, that would be much appreciated as well. Um, but that's all for me and I'm guessing that's all for you, Jake. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, continue podcasting by myself as, as much as as much fun as that <laughs> might be. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll I'll cut I'll cut it down. I'll cut it down to the end of the <laughs> Well, folks, that's uh, that's a wrap for um, week one 
we got there in the end. Football is back, baby. So until then, next week at some point, see ya. See you later, everyone. And just remember, Cam Newton is undefeated as the Pats quarterback. Woohoo!